Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Zyra. Ooh. We're drinking Al Malta. Al Malta over here. <laughs> Goya Malta all the time. I said that mad, yeah, mad I was like, weird. Oh, what? It sounded like you said Al Malta. I know. I'm like, what is that? For people who don't know, it's just a drink and it's called Malta Goya. There's another brand, but uh, it's just like are soda. You, are you the type of person who like cares about brands? Girl, you know I don't care. <laughs> Store whatever is cheaper. Give me the cheapest yeah. option. Sometimes the cheaper, op- sometimes it's really not worth the cheap option though, because then you get beat on the taste. Sometimes it does make a difference. I will not lie. Uh, sometimes yeah, it does. Yeah, and I know, but like for the most part, I'd be going for the store brand. Yeah, I mean, the times are tough. Listen, it's a um. How is that? <laughs> what the? You know when like you you're like you have trauma from childhood when your yeah. parents didn't let you get shit yeah and now you're older and you're like i'm gonna get whatever the fuck oh, i yeah, want you and my get parents never would let me get yeah mm-hmm. so i'm gonna get the expensive shit like i work hard i'm gonna buy give me the dupe <laughs> i'm a dupe dupe girl even my hold on let me show you i got this stanley cup but it's not really a stanley cup it's a stanley dupe everybody got this i'm shit. not paying it's what 50 dollars no nah, i'm not paying i'm not paying nah, that much money never. for a fucking Listen, one thing about me, I'm going to spend the big bucks on food and a good time. But when it comes to like material shit, nah. I'm, glad, yeah, I'm, I'm here for the cheat like or just nothing at all yeah. but she's like a super duper big-headed gadget person like oh i thought she, you was gonna say something else no 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 she's like od like about gadgets she kind of reminds me of my mom when you do that like she be on amazon buying all types of shit like look i'm about this this and this and this is what i'm gonna utilize it for and i'm like okay go ahead you don't need it but go ahead I need it. <laughs> <laughs> you will find a need for it. I need it. You will find it. But I almost um had a heart attack real quick. I want to share this with you because I don't think I told you either. I almost had a heart attack last week when I was editing last week's episode. Um, because when we had started the episode, we had like technical difficulties somewhere. Something stopped. Oh, the camera was tripping and the camera stopped in the middle of our intro. And we were like, it was a bomb ass intro whatever so we're like what the fuck so i stopped recording and we like kind of redid the intro um and i had a heart attack because i thought i didn't say "ooh" at the end of like really yeah i was like (gasps) did you say it this time yeah i just yeah i just said now at this point i think it's just is it's a habit like i didn't like it just comes out at yeah. this point it's muscle memory to the tongue mm-hmm. um but that day I, I was tripping because i was like oh no oh no i'm gonna have to use a piece of the last clip that we weren't using because i got fucked up because i there's no way that i didn't say oh oh my lordy yeah but you did but i did but i did <laughs> but i was stressing 
whatever uh, sometimes it does girl. that to me yeah but what's the juice so this weekend <clears throat> we went to my cousin's quinceanera she turned 15 and we had this big party because as y'all know for hispanic people quinceanera is like a big deal like we was dressed up like we was going to a red carpet long dresses like me and my family were matching not intentionally but it was like yeah that shit was i was like hold up so there was a dress code like there was a color coordination or something because i think it just ma- like magically happened like me and you wore green my mom wore green mm-hmm. my sister wore black and we kind of wore black too yeah. and then my other sister wore burgundy so we were matching and my my dad and my brother were wearing black all of that so it was fun um there's so many things that comes with like a quinceañera like there's a lot of little things in the party that i was asking jojo like oh like did you do this or have you done that i never had a quinceañera i didn't want one all i did was take pictures and we did go on vacation instead um i just wasn't like a big party person and i didn't want to do the dances and all of that even though i've had to do dances for like cousins but yeah it was fun what did you think of it i had a wonderful time first of all i had a sweet 16 i didn't have a quinceanera because to oh. my mom it was like oh like, my you're Lord. Americanized. <laughs> we're not npr like we're not doing that and i was like hella tight about it i really wanted a quince and whatever i ended up I had to wait a year we did it as a sweet 16 mm-hmm. um i don't think it was that traditional mm-hmm. um well, yeah, so I feel like a sweet 16 is different. Yeah. Yeah and no. Yeah and no, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think for the most part, I kind of wanted to keep it the same. I think a part of me wanted it traditional and a part of me didn't want it traditional also because I think that I wasn't that heavily in tune with, like, my, the feminine version of me. Like, mm-hmm. not that, I mean, I just think in that time, quinces were seen as, like, that really like that era of growing into like womanhood and what womanhood was in that time for me growing up was just like embracing such femininity that I didn't have Mm -hmm. um, or like that I wasn't open with yet. So I wanted to kind of keep things like relaxed and comfortable for me. I did wear a dress and all that shit, um, but I don't know that I did all the traditional things down to the like the T, but all in all, it was nice seeing it at her cousin's um, party. Um, everybody was, like, crying and shit. It oh, was man, it's kind of funny, though, because, babies. you know, when you throw a party, at least, like, in a Spanish family, when you throw a party, it's everybody's party. It's not just, like, a, it's your party and I'm just going to show up. It's everybody's party. Now, everybody has a responsibility in this in in this party like yeah and it, has, could, and it could get so annoying yeah like somebody's in oh charge of something God. like you're not just it's not just the party throwers like job um so i was seeing that and i was like wow that's crazy like yeah we was given attitude yeah it's like everybody's <laughs> on edge at this point everybody can't wait till this party's over but all in all it turned out really well um we had bomb ass pictures the location of where it was was nice it was by the water you know we missed the professional pictures though yeah i'm sure i feel bad because like when it comes to having to put out money it's just like damn yeah well that's their fault but i I just showed up like i'm i'm going where y'all going so it was kind of nice to not be like in that sense of like uh pressure just a guest yeah i'm like i'm just going where y'all going 
yeah but you met a lot of people like a lot of my family that you haven't met before yeah and i feel like i'm always talking to her about them so Mm -hmm. it was nice for you to finally meet them yeah and i feel like i could i could have had exaggerated certain characteristics of them but i feel like once the liquor hit then you saw what i was talking Mm -hmm. about right um (laughs) what's the liquor hit oh my god yeah they they're big partiers and i Um, love that yeah i fit right in for sure um i feel like the whole quinceanera party thing that could be like a whole podcast of its own but i have heard that like there's like a some people see it in a negative light like quinceaneras they Mm -hmm. see it as like why like why they like selling their daughter like it's like there's like some history behind it and i may be making this up but like some people just don't like the idea of it like all the things that you have to do in it with the dress Mm -hmm. because you look like you're about to get married Mm mm-hmm literally like some people wear white dresses my cousin had like a blue dress but like it's giving you're about to get married and you're Mm -hmm. a little 15 year old girl but that's besides the point um if you guys follow us on instagram i wore a dress and jojo wore a suit Mm -hmm. how did you feel wearing a suit because the last time that we got really dressed up like that i wore a suit and you wore a dress oh shit i forgot about that yeah wow (laughs) (laughs) it's the switch up for me Mm -hmm. um Okay, so believe it or not, that's my first time wearing an all-out, full-blown suit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've dressed formally before where I've, like, maybe had on some dress pants and, like, uh, like maybe a button-up or, like, a half-zip. Um, but I've never worn a full-blown tailored suit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was excited and nervous at the same time. Uh, wearing that suit because I know I was going to look fly or whatever but I don't know I think um, a part of me still kind of just sometimes wonder what people think when they see me Um, they think you look fly yeah I mean yeah I know that but sometimes (laughs) you know it's it it can be a hit or miss because you're like yeah I know I look fly and people are going to be like damn for the most part I've been very like lucky enough to have people you know be kind to me and Mm -hmm. you know um show me respect and stuff Mm -hmm. but sometimes i feel like you know there's a little hate in the back you Mm -hmm. know or you know some shit talking and i feel like as a female when i present more masculine the thought of like you know what men think about me only bothers me in the sense of like them being haters i don't Mm -hmm. know how else to put it but um that's why i I think that's also like that associates why i don't like the word dyke because like you have some men who just throw shade at women who are masculine presenting you could be gay without having to look like a guy and try Mm -hmm. to make that association of my masculine presentation to me wanting to be a guy and that's not it at all Mm -hmm. um so i was telling her that that day um, I felt good. I was, but I was a little nervous at first. Um, one, because I'm meeting a whole bunch of people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Two, like, I'm your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So it was like, holy shit. That's, <laughs> I mean, everybody pretty much knows about me. Yeah. And, you know, but like, this is your first time bringing a girl around. And it's just yeah, like, to wow, big, the pressure to is. To a big family party. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, there was just a there lot was, of things. It was family there from DR yeah it was a lot of things 
um it wasn't like a just like regular family party where i could just show up and like i don't know it was very formal and i was just like oof but whatever so i was telling her i was like it's funny because some of the uh, male fam- family members that she had that i met and you know was introduced to they 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 like had to like handshake me or like dab me up type shit uh-huh. and it was weird for me like i'm if i don't for me if i don't really really know you um and i want to keep that distance i'll handshake you that's no problem but you know at least in the spanish like mm-hmm like as setting yeah we the greeting is different like obviously hug and a kiss whatever but i don't know i just noticed that some of the guys acted a little bit more um like they just gave me the what's up handshake did it all and i was like i don't i don't like that like they swear she's one of the guys yeah like i don't <laughs> so at first i was like damn like that's kind of weird like <laughs> i'm still a girl like you know treat me like a girl um <laughs> So I told her, I was like, that was a little weird. But after that, it was just like, all right, it's cool. Like, I was giving people hugs. I gave people hugs when I left. I was like, I'm going to hug you because, you know, we family at this point. But, like, mm-hmm. so don't ever dab me up again in your life. <laughs> um, don't give me a handshake. Like, I am not. I mean, but I also, not that I took offense to it. I understood it because I feel like men usually don't know how to handle masculine presenting women. Because they're like, I don't know if I'll offend her if I give her a hug. Like, is she comfortable with that? Or does Uh she want me to handshake Mm -hmm. her, you know? Yeah. I feel like they go through the safe route depending on how you, you know, how you dress. Right. Because if a guy, if one of my fan members coming up to me with the handshake thing, it's just, I'll look at the hand because I'm not. (laughs) It's like, what you want me to do with that? I don't do that. So, I don't know. I didn't, like, again, it wasn't, like, an offense. I understood it. Like, I was, like, they're just trying to play it safe because they don't really know me and they don't know, like, what I'm comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So, I understand it. But at the same time, like, I'm quick to be, like, I'm going to hug you because that's what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, not saying I'm I'm a hugger for everybody, but, you know, I, I don't have a problem. Like, if I fuck with you, like, I'm going to hug you. We're yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't got no problem sharing my space a little bit. Yeah. Um, But I do think that that's that's something that we do go through is like how people interact or are like how they approach us Mm -hmm. Uh, more masculine presenting women for sure Um, but i think they just got to be around you a little bit more and then they'll see the feminine side yeah that's it yeah because like listen uh, we know i got a little (laughs) in me just because i look a certain way don't mean you know i don't know but that's also with the idea that masculinity is gender based, you know. People right. think that it just that it's it's a a male trait and mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. It like m- masculinity has no gender and we keep saying that just like femininity has no gender. Mm-hmm. Um but that's just what we're taught to believe, mm-hmm. you know, over the years and that's changing so much mm-hmm. dramatically and I love that. Yeah. It is. People are getting with the times. Mm-hmm. Even with, um, I had sent her TikTok. Literally, when we were talking about it, I think, yo, our phones be listening to us. Mm-hmm. Right after um, me and her were talking about that, I seen a TikTok of some girl. I wish I knew her name, but she posted a video saying, like, 
basically saying like she's a masculine presenting individual and that when she sees another masked female they be trying to dab her up and she's like what the fuck i'm supposed to do with that like why do like what are we doing like i don't know how to dab just because i'm masculine presenting don't mean i'm out here dabbing people up and she's just like i'm so awkward and weird with it she's just like i mean i'm not a hugger either but i'm not finna dab you up like yeah. <laughs> but she said she would rather hug than, than yeah than do the dab than do the da- yeah she's just like what is this like we we are not the boys yeah like, leave that for the boys and yeah. i started laughing because i literally was just talking to her about that and i was mm-hmm. like that's so funny because even as as like masculine presenting women we do it to each other we're like what's up oh, and i and i actually experienced that with with meeting other masculine oh, um, really? presenting women. yeah they'd like just be like yo what's up and at first i give them the what's up but by the end of the night bitch you gonna hug me because you know if we just spent the whole night getting litty together like yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right unless i ain't like you but that's not yeah you know. but i yeah i think we try to like not we because i don't i don't you know like do that always but i'm here for my distance but at the same time i don't know i don't feel like that has to be like the the greeting every time you know mm-hmm. but to each his own if that's what you like that's what you like right so the other thing i want to talk about was that i had posted this video of my parents dancing with jojo and the caption said point of view you grew up thinking your strict hispanic parents will never accept you after coming out and now you see them on the dance floor with your girlfriend and it blew up a little bit on tiktok a little bit what first of all imagine coming out of work right banging out 16 hours and you're like let me go on tiktok and you see that crying (laughs) crying it's too early for me to be crying why are you being cute um but I thought it was the cutest thing ever. And actually, it got a little, it got some juice. Mm-hmm. It got some love. But how do you feel about that? How did you feel when you saw mm-hmm. that? I mean, I remember the moment. Yeah. I remember the moment her parents were dancing. And like, her mom be eyeing me. I love her mom. You know, <laughs> we're still working on the communication part. But I know that she loves me. And that's all that matters. But they were dancing. And I was like, ooh, let me get in here. And then we were just dancing. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, she really got in there. You I was really having too there. much fun there yeah, that yeah. night. <laughs> but yeah, I really got in there. I was like, I'm not scared. Like, that's it. I'm uh-huh. here. I made it to the quince. I'm family. Yeah. I'm locked in. It's over. OMG. <laughs> I don't care. So I was like, mm, I'm going to get in here. And I did. And they were mad cute. Yeah, it was a really like good memory that I was able to catch on camera. Mm-hmm. And... When I really posted that, like, I really got emotional. Like, my eyes were watering. Mm. I don't know if it was because of the sound. I don't know. Probably just a mixture of everything. Um, But it was sad because, like, when I go to the comments, a lot of comments, right? But, like, some of the top comments were, like, like, I wish this was the case for me. Or, like, maybe one day. Or, like, I hope this is the outcome. Somebody was, like, how long did it take? So, it's it's just sad because I feel like, huh? A lot of people don't have that. Yeah, it's sad because I feel like <clears throat> we're on gay TikTok, so I feel like we see this normally and we're around a lot of gay people and, like, their families are cool with them. Like, we don't see the bad side of it, not so, not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot of family members that don't fuck with that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a, that's a like, scary thing. Again, I feel like I've mentioned this before. I think that we've been very lucky, um, which I'm very grateful for, to have parents that, 
even when they feel like they can't accept it, that they can respect it. Mm-hmm. And and I don't want to say tolerate it, but, you know, they respect the fact that your life is your life. Mm-hmm. And they're not here to beat the, the book on you, you know. Mm-hmm. They answer for themselves. We answer for ourselves, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can say that we're lucky to have parents like that. But at the same time, it, it I've seen people who don't have that. Um, and it sucks and it, it's sad, but again, like you just kind of learn to go on without having that support and, and building that support elsewhere. Um, so I think that that's where we need to like be here for each other. You know, you know, if you have a, a gay friend, queer friend, um, you know, anybody within the community, whether you're an ally or not, you know, we got to be there for each other. So a lot, again, a lot of people don't have that support. So if you see somebody who don't got that, you know, lend that hand. Mm-hmm. Be that support. Yeah. Let's get into today's topic. So I wanted to talk about lesbian slang and like lesbian terminology. We've done an episode or two like this, but I was telling her like, we have to be with the times because every year or like every every few months, they're just like new words. Mm-hmm. And we just want to talk about it and just be with the times. So, yeah, I kind of can't keep up with the new words. No, no, we got to keep up with Gen Z. Uh, and, and another thing is like we're kind of just like the pronouns. Um, I think that they're still... I don't want to say new. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's been a, a thing for a little while now, and people are like understanding it and getting into it. Um, but we're still not perfect at it. And when somebody oh, said yeah. something about the Sam Smith thing, yeah, I honestly, didn't know that Sam Smith went went by they them. Yeah, we don't know everybody's <clears throat> pronouns. When we talk about certain people, I get it. You know, sometimes you gotta just take the time and educate yourself a little bit more. But also, he's a fucking they're famous as fuck so we don't know um but you know it's still a work in progress for us yeah but these things should be easy and i feel like more than half of the people listening to this probably already know this shit all right so have you heard of the lesbian slang do you listen to girl in red see but like (laughs) but (laughs) But have you heard of it? No. You've never heard of the You Listen to Girl in Red? No. That means... No, because why does that mean anything? <laughs> Babe, Gen Z and TikTok, they come up with this shit. I don't know. Like, nobody just want to be like, yo, you like girls? No, yeah. So, basically, it's, it's a reference to, like, a popular Something, yeah. lesbian singer. Um, <laughs> and, basically, it's asking you if you're gay, if you're a lesbian. So if, if somebody was to ask you, do you listen to Girl in Red, and you say yes, then you're saying that you're a lesbian. Mm. Even though if someone were to ask me that and I didn't know about this, I'd be like, who the hell is that? Mm-hmm. Never don't, don't know her. That's not even... I maybe know one song. But is that, is, is that a song or is that what who the artist is called? The artist is called Girl in Red. Oh. Do you listen to Girl in Red? Ask me if I listen to Jesse Reyes. <laughs> And I'm going to tell you, duh, I love her. That's my baby. And then you know I'm gay. 
<laughs> or like maybe do you listen to Kehlani? I don't know. I feel like that would be a better reference. But I do I do know a lot of straight people who listen to her. Obviously, yeah. What is it? I'm trying to think of another like female gay artist that we have. Haley. I don't forget her last name, but she's been kind of not around. You listen to Baby Miko? Yeah. Because, you know, she'd have, she'd have come up right now. Uh-huh, she really is. I actually fuck with her. She all I right. fuck with her, too. But she's one of those people, even straight people listen to her. Yeah. But whatever. Moving on. We all know about, like, the pillow princess. We've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Basically, you if you are called a pillow princess, that means that you like to receive. However, that is a sexual reference. Yeah. Like, receiving bed. Preference. However, I do want to say that sometimes this could be like a insult why is it an insult sometimes like i feel like sometimes pe- people if that's your preference and that's what you like in bed then that's your preference mm-hmm. but some people don't want to always be the one giving they want someone who gives as well mm-hmm. oh so you're saying like in terms of the person that they're dealing with yeah if you're with someone who's a pillow princess then, yeah you know okay what's the other Someone also said pillow queen. I've never heard of that one. Uh-huh. The I same guess thing. Right. It's just, bitch, I'm not a princess. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, verses, right? Yeah. A verse? See, that's like to a me, switch. that's a switch. Yeah. So, like, I've always heard of, like, oh, like, I'm a switch or, like, I guess, like, both, mm-hmm. you know, top. And, like, usually you're, like, you're a top or your bottom, top and bottom or a switch. But I Oh, girl, there's, like, there's, like, so many things. So I'm going to include a link in the description. I didn't go over all of them, but they have, like, power bottom or power top, some shit like that. Oh, it but gets that's, into the That's, nitty. like, what the game Now they square root in nah, fucking, nah. <laughs> fucking labels. Like, I can't. When when it's not enough to be top and bottom, you got to get into, oh, power. like, uh-huh. yeah, the nitty-gritty. Oh, shit. Yeah, but, girl. yeah, versus, I didn't know that that was a thing until um, maybe within the last year or so. And I'm like, what? Okay. It's because some gay men use these terms, obviously, way more than... Mm-hmm. us so all right another one alphabet mafia that's actually hard that's hard yeah if someone were to ask you are you part of the alphabet mafia you part of the mafia yes <laughs> <laughs> for people that don't get it you know how it's like lgbtqia and abcdfgh like it's just like basically making fun of the fact that we kind of use, we're using like all the letters of the alphabet mm-hmm. and yeah, it just talks about, like, the acronym of, like, LGBTQ. I'm part of the lesbian. How do you be saying it? What? That. The, oh, when they spell it with a bean. Yeah, there's, like, lesbian. Les Dalabine. I'm part of the Les Dalabine. <laughs> yeah, it's spelled L-E-S-B-E-A-N. Uh-huh. And I think that started because, like, sometimes when you write, like, lesbian, things could get censored for whatever reason. Like, what's going on here? Um, so people had to, like, be creative. So you they started... Can't. They started writing it funny. You just can't say nothing legit and then wonder why I talk in so much slang. Ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Another one that we've talked about before, but stud and stem. These are obvious, but stud and stem are only for black women. But some people say that it's for POC. I don't know and I don't make the rules and I'm not about to Google it. (laughs) 
<laughs> but just so everybody knows. Um, all right, so Dapper doppelbanger doppelbanger or doppelganger hold up doppelbanger what is doppelbanger i've never heard of that d-o-p-p-l-e-b-a-n-g-e-r i've heard of doppelganger no no doppelbanger banger what is the what is the bang all right now you now you're questioning me and now i gotta look this up but i'm pretty sure (laughs) all right it's for someone who is dating another person who looks very similar like similar to them yeah like are you sisters or are you cousins we actually get asked that often. i don't know why like, like people are oh, so are silly guys related like <laughs> i know i'm fine but like come on i'm not dating somebody who looks like me I, I don't know what it is i mean would you though would you date someone who looked like you I mean, if you find, uh, yeah, what's I the do, drama? I can say that I guess I maybe sometimes find attraction in people who kind of resemble me or like give some mm-hmm. some type of, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it, but I have been told that that you date people that look like you. Yeah, uh, people, you got black hair, and people are like, yeah, yeah, look alike. Literally, come you on, got now. bushy eyebrows, y'all twins, right? But now, now I ha- really have to see if it's doppelganger because now you're making me question my <laughs> notes. I just really never heard of doppelbanger. Yes, that that's literally like what crazy. it is. It's, it's correct. Doppelbanger. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense because you, it's saying that you're, you're essentially you fucking somebody who looked like you or resembles you. Where I mean, actual doppelganger just means someone who looks like you. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm, interesting. All right, and then the last one that I wanted to talk about, have you heard of the term sapphic? All right, y'all, summer is coming to an end, so we have to end it with a bang. Make the best of the remaining long summer evenings by indulging in mind-boggling pleasure with Beducated. Get access to over 100 courses on everything from toe-curling oral sex techniques to erotic massaging tricks that cover every inch of the body. Kick off your journey to sexual happiness today with 50% off a yearly subscription locked in for life. And what are the benefits? You can master new techniques, you can reignite the spark, and you can enjoy sex more. Some videos that we want to highlight are Cunnilingus, Banishing Bedroom Boredom, and Roadmap to Intimacy. And remember, you get 50% off the yearly pass with our coupon code LESCHAT, that's L-E-S-C-H-A-T. You have one day free trial and you have a 14-day money back guarantee. Use the link in the description to sign up today. Have I heard of the word sapphic? No. No? No. All right. The definition of sapphic is women and non-binary people who are attracted to women. They may or may not be attracted to other genders as well and may identify as a lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, queer, etc. The term refers to Sappho, a 7th century poet who wrote about her attraction to women. Sapphic can also be used as an adjective. So that outfit is really sapphic. So pretty much the simple definition of it is someone like a person who's attracted to women. And that's it. Lost me. Why why did why did I lose you? Because once I heard sapphic. So like the difference me. between sapphic and lesbians is that lesbians it's like you're two women. So it's like two women together. Mm-hmm. And sapphic since it could be non-binary and all of that crazy stuff. Oh. So any person that's just attracted to women. 
Oh, it's based upon like non-binary. Yeah. More so. Okay. Uh-huh. okay but then people sense. also use it as like an adjective. I don't. I don't. Don't hit me I with don't, adjectives and nouns because I, I don't know the fucking difference. No, I listen. <laughs> like, I'm going to be real with her. No, I no, got a high like school I diploma, said. but I don't. I never caught on to that shit. Just pass no, me. No, no, but my example, like that outfit looks really sapphic, but oh, I don't okay. know how to use it. Like, I honestly, I'm not a teacher, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to give you like a better example of what sapphic people would wear. But whatever. Now we all know what it means, right? It's very sapphic, but that's saying like, yo, that's mad emo. Like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's just what I hear when you say it. <laughs> right, because right. Because people right. say that shit. They're like, yo, bro. Like, I know, I know. And I'm just like, all right. But like to be like, that's mad sapphic. Like, does that mean dope or like what is sapphic I see, to look see, like someone then? tells me that I'm like, I look lesbian that's it that's what you're telling me I don't know that's the, I think that's the other thing that makes it hard to grasp with certain terminology um is like it's used for so many things and it's it's like used in so many ways so it's hard to really like know that this is specified to something right because it's never just one thing it's always a million other things i think we make the english vocabulary and language is more difficult more than difficult, what it has to be yeah. but we, like i said every year there's new slang and new terms I'm trying to keep up and like there's just new way of saying things for example we keep calling things her i was doing my makeup the other day i'm gonna use this as an example and she was like oh my god like i love her and it was like a fucking highlight <laughs> like a, a highlight for me to use on my face or like if somebody oh i love i love her are you talking about my cup like what are you talking about right now because everyone uses her as like a thing mm-hmm. you know like instead of just a, it like yeah, yeah personify yeah. the object yeah like it's not a fucking person it's not a her but if you want it to be but i love doing that too though oh but like <laughs> <laughs> i was just about to ask because i'm just like when you when you have like objects and things and uh-huh. you do you're like oh is it usually like a, a her or is it like a him it's always a her mines are always hims really <laughs> yeah the so <laughs> what except for my car my car is a her and that's a bad bitch okay but um the the bear that you had got me mm-hmm. this like squishy pillow for valentine's day was it yeah she got me like this pillow for valentine's day and it's the uh, cushiest thing ever anyway um when i get like things like that they're usually hymns they're my I will, little snuggle I, yeah i would call i would call that uh a hymn so yeah for sure is it because he bald it's hmm. just a teddy bear and i and i just associate that with like men well i mean if i associate things with like making it a hymn it's mm-hmm. usually because it's my gay hymn oh. every lesbian needs a gay bestie mm-hmm. and you know yeah. i love me my gay men so, <laughs> do you think that if you were a man, you'd be gay still, or like bisexual, whatever? You know, something I feel like I would because I see this often where people who um, transition mm-hmm. are then attracted to what they present or what they transition to. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. so like if they're they tra- now attracted to the gender that they are, yeah, I'm like, what happened? I mean, I never asked <laughs> them that. Happened. I never asked them that, but <laughs> no, I've seen that a lot too, and I'm just like, good for you. Like, What's going on here? Like, I'm so confused. 
Yeah, I think people who don't understand it and they're like, why? You transition to be this way and then you're dating. But it's no, just like, like... I'm not asking why. I just want to know, like, scientifically, the drugs that are you, you are on, is that is that the reason why? Because mm-hmm. they're on drugs to, like, you know, deep voice, facial hair. So I do think that the drugs have something to do with it. You know, if someone's listening to this and they're transitioning, like, we love to have you on the podcast because there's so many questions respectably though obviously that um that we have for you like this like right now we're talking about like what scientifically makes you more attracted to the gender that you transition to there are more but we're not going to go over the full list but i am going to include <laughs> the link on the description if you want to be up to date and with the times um but yeah let's get into the family meeting oh i forgot about that girl people love that all right question number one is it strange that my current girlfriend is currently living with a friend that she had previously dated but didn't turn serious for three months is calling my girlfriend babe in text and overstep or is it friendly they also regularly voice they are best friends that have just fucked we also went to a party recently and the host of the party was a very recent ex fuck buddy that was sprung on me. <laughs> so I'm feeling a, a bit uncomfortable, but she reassured me that everyone else is platonic and I do trust her, but also kind of feel stupid. Any advice would be amazing. Thank you again for your podcast. This is like such a lesbian thing, honestly. The whole calling your girlfriend babe in text message though, that's a little interesting. I'm confused about, we also went to a party recently, and the host of the party was a very recent ex-fuck fuck buddy that was sprung on me. Right. So you guys are so just you guys around, are both just putting you, yourself in this um, They're both just around energy. everyone that they fucked. Oh, Lord. Yeah. That's, like, such a lesbian thing. Like, that I sounds mean, but like then I feel like, where did you meet? Because if you met in that, then it's just like, all right. Hmm. I mean, I think the... Living with your friend who you had sex with is a little strange. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a little complicated in the thought of like, all right, well then how recent has it been since you guys fucked? Are you guys still fucking? I'm not saying that people can't just, if it was just for fun, it was just for fun, people can stop. And, you know, if you're with somebody that you actually want to be with, obviously they're not going to keep fucking them. But I also think like, I don't know. The living situation is complicated because I feel like if you really like someone and you're with someone that might make your person feel uncomfortable, you're going to get yourself out of that situation. But again, that's hard because not everyone has somewhere else to go to. Um, but yeah, all you got to do is trust her. I mean, if she gives you a reason not to, um, then you got your reason. But I think that you just have to be open in terms of like the communication of like it kind of makes me feel uncomfortable and i do trust you like here's my thing you can have trust for someone and still kind of feel uncomfortable with something just because i trust you doesn't mean i feel like a whole hundred about it you know yeah like it can still make you feel weird and i feel like usually when your partner feels some type of uncomfortability or like you know, confusion. I think that's when you have to just play your part and give them that sense of security. Mm-hmm. Listen, I understand it's not an ideal situation for you and you may feel uncomfortable, but I do want you to know that nothing has happened. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's been happening. 
Um, and if there's any way that I can continue to make you feel comfortable about the idea of me living with this person, tell me. Like, right. You know, most times all we want is just reassurance and for you to like kind of show that you do care Mm -hmm. what I feel. Take my thoughts into consideration. That's all. Mm -hmm. But it shouldn't have to be a blow up either. Like, oh, well, you know, I told you I didn't like it. And yet here we are still doing it. Like we got to be for real, y'all. Yeah. We have to be a little bit understanding of each other. But that was good advice. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Next. Next one. 14 years together, married three years. My wife left in February. She said that she loved me, but wasn't in love with me. That's always a fear of mine. (laughs) Um, After three weeks of leaving, she told me that she was seeing someone else. (laughs) Are you okay? You're taking this so personal. No, because... I can't. Um, Let me regroup. I cut all ties with her. And in April, she messaged me. This is where my roller coaster began. We started talking, video calling, sexting, etc. All while she was living with this person. I can't. Incredible. This just like, this just like keeps spiraling as I continue reading. I'm going to get to the end. Don't worry. Um, Two weeks into talking, she breaks up with this woman. I stupidly thought we could fix our marriage. Now she tells me. Oh, wait. Now she keeps telling me that she doesn't want a relationship, that she needs to work on herself, and that she is confused. I feel that I am fighting this battle alone and holding on to something that is not there anymore. (laughs) 14 years together, and this is what they do to you? (laughs) I get that people be like, oh, you know, we associate a lot of time spent with somebody as like, how do you say that? Like, like the length of time is like really important. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it, it has a value. Like our, our value is based off of that length of time. Right. Sometimes Um, it's not the case. Right. But I think all in all. If there's anything that we need to have, if I've been with you for the last 14 years, it's fucking respect. Yeah. And I can't like, okay, we're not, you're not in love with me. We just, it's, this is not something you see moving forward. This is not a future you want to continue building. You're entitled to that. That's how you feel. That's how you feel. But show some fucking respect. And what I mean when I say that is like a lot of people throw like shade my my point is if you did it the world would be at fucking end the world would be at war you Mm -hmm. would be the the fucking scum of the earth to this person but i don't understand why people don't see it on the flip-flop you know like if if i put you in these in this predicament you would hate me Mm -hmm. so why is it hard for like yeah you know Mm -hmm. like i just don't get it people just don't show the the same respect Mm -hmm. so i think that that's a little fucked up you could have waited a lot longer along like she left 
Then she was she moved in with somebody. Then you guys were talking, video calling, sexting. Then she breaks up with this other person, but then she still doesn't want to be with you. She's she don't playing, know what she wants. She's and then you old as hell. Like I, I like fourteen years. Gotta be old. So I'm just like, you don't know what you want. Like oh my that's goodness. your te- you and your teenage error or what? Or what? Like a midlife crisis or what? I just feel like she's playing to both sides. It was like she got away. She got something new. She's over what was new because she realized maybe it just wasn't it. Yeah. And now she's just pulling the string. It's, it gives me one of those things where people where people drag people along because they don't want to be alone. Right. And it's like, let me go back to something or, or the person that I know. Like, let me go back to something familiar mm-hmm. because that's what's going to hold the space for me until I can find something new or what it is that I want. Yeah. And I hate that. I absolutely hate that. I'm very big on respect. And I'm not saying like, oh, you never have to be with somebody. But for me, if we were to part, yeah, I know you're going to eventually go and and get with someone else. And I'm going to eventually take course with someone else. But I'm also going to give it time. I get it. Everybody has their own healing time. But I think someone who gets with someone right after their fucking that relationship. Shit, that shit happens all who, the time. It's like, someone who has fucking issues yeah, and is running away literally, from their issues. Literally. I have met so many people that jump from relationship to relationship. That don't heal. No. You and don't just heal. You don't. Dragging the same old shit to the new relationship yeah. all the time. And then wonder why it's not working out. Because you That's don't know what flag. you want. That's a red flag. For anyone listening, like if you're dating someone recently and they just broke up with their other person recently, no. It's just a it's lot. It's just drama. Yeah. Like, please seek help. Yeah. But all in all, I think like you, she's playing, you know, the game and just giving you hope and it's just not worth it. Right. Like, fuck that. It's not hope. It's bullshit. It's dragging you down. Right. And. As much as it hurts, and I'm sure you don't want to because this wasn't your choice to to part ways, um, you need to hold your distance um, from that person. Right. And start the divorce process. (laughs) Listen, whatever you want to do, just get, you know, take your time, take your space, and get your own clarity. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's all. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Do those mother goose.